eBay. You can buy a fake Hermes purse or equip your office. Today's guest tells us how to buy and sell in this phenomenal marketplace. You're listening to Reach MDXM 157, the channel for medical professionals. Welcome to the Clinician's Roundtable. I'm Dr. Michael Greenberg, your host, and with us today is Dr. Mitchell Cohen, a family physician in Elma, Washington, and an admitted eBay junkie. Welcome, Mitch. I'm an eBay junkie, too. I love it. How did you get started on eBay? Tell me. A couple years ago, I got a present around the holidays from my sister-in-law, and it was this about 1940s-era shell doctor bag, and it was just the greatest thing. I opened it up, and she had a little gift certificate inside that I could buy something else. So I thought, well... Let's go check this out. So I figured, well, I'll go buy something else, too. And I got on, and I was pretty much hooked from the start. Okay. So what did you buy with the gift certificate? You know, I just wanted to kind of dabble a little bit here and and try things out. It actually ended up being some old, antique labels from medicine medicine bottles. You know, one for, like, paragoric and all these old medications and whatnot. But So that was my first purchase, and uh, it was over from there. Then you became a junkie, right? Pretty much. You know, before office hours, during lunchtime. Occasionally between patients, you know, that kind of thing. Do you both buy and sell on eBay? I buy more than I sell. I've sold a couple things. I've got my wife going on it now, and, and she sells every now and then and buys every now and then too. But I'm mostly a buyer. I think I get a bigger rush from that than anything. Yeah, my wife got me started by selling an old cell phone I was about to throw out. And she said, no, 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 put it on eBay. And I couldn't believe it sold for $50. So you go on every day, huh? Me too. Yeah, yeah. It's just something to, you know, check things out and, and see what's new. And, you you know, you get a chance to see, well, yeah, something like that sold for, uh, you know, 50 bucks last week or... Uh, that looks like a pretty good bargain out there. So you get, kind of get a sense of things over time. What's the coolest thing you've ever bought for your office, first of all? Well, the thing that I'm most proud of is I, I bought a new stethoscope. And I'm proud of it because it took me at least six months to find the one I wanted. It's nothing terribly fancy, but they stopped making it about a half dozen years ago. And, and I wanted to get one, and I just couldn't find the right one. And I bought one, and it actually turned out to be not the, quite the right one. So I returned that. It went okay. And then I finally got the one I wanted, so that's the one I'm the most proud of. Can I ask you a question? How much did you pay for it? I paid, I think it was about 125 which was actually a pretty good bargain. There were some other ones that were selling similar that came with a wood-carrying case. Those went for more like 160 or 180 I remember they were expensive when I first bought mine in medical school. Yeah, it's a good investment because now they're still selling for pretty much the same thing, if not even more. Do you use it every day? I do. It's the one I wear. And so... Besides your office, what's the coolest thing you ever bought? You know, we like to buy our kids' Halloween costumes on eBay. Interesting. Great way to do it. I buy all my good clothes on eBay. I buy suits. I haven't looked into that. I've done mostly my kids' clothes, and, and I think the Halloween costumes is a great way to go. Well, some guys are scared to go on eBay. They're, they're scared of getting ripped off. I mean, I've looked down there, and I've seen there are more... Hermes $30,000 purses than Hermes can possibly make in a year. So there's, there's a lot of fakes and buyer beware. Let's tell our listeners how you get onto eBay, how you register, and what you do to make this successful, because it's, it's pretty safe if you know how to do it. It is. In signing up and registering, you know, you can log on, get signed up, and have a bid on something in 10 minutes. Right. You have to give them a credit card to guarantee who you are. Right. It's that easy. And you'll log on to the homepage and you just Click the register button and it just walks you through it. Signing up with PayPal is probably the most convenient way to to do all your transactions. And some people will only accept from PayPal. Other people will take a personal check or a money order. But that really kind of complicates the issue. Things are generally much cleaner if you use the the PayPal system I've found. For our listeners who live out in the country and, and, and don't know what PayPal is, it's an online bank. Right, basically it is. And you give them your information and, and you can set up an account with them, basically. 
and then you know anything you buy can be drawn from there. If you sell something on eBay, it can get dumped into that account. So it's really convenient. Right. So it's also a safeguard because when you do that, the seller or buyer never knows the account numbers or credit card numbers of each other. That's right. It's definitely the cleanest way to go. And It's been pretty successful for me. Okay, so let's talk about finding things on eBay, the search function. It depends what you're looking for. You can always just type in a search and say, medical antiques. That's the one that I usually do a lot of, and press the search, and usually 280 items comes up. Or else you can look by category. And there is a, a business industrial heading, and then under that, it's a healthcare heading, and you can take that kind of approach to searching as well. You know, I find just typing in whatever I'm interested in and going from there is usually the easiest. Right. And one useful thing is, are you on my eBay? Yes. You put your own information and you can watch stuff as, as people are bidding on it. Absolutely. And when you get into the, the watching thing, you get into a little strategy there. Because usually when you're looking to buy something, usually the bids kind of go along over a period of a few days or a week or how long, however long the item's up for bid. And then everybody's kind of watching it. And then right at the very end, that last day, the last few hours, people start to really bid on it. And people have been watching all week long to see how it's going. And then that's when the the price really tends to go up. If you have just left your computer on eBay to join us, you're listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on Reach MDXM 157, the channel for medical professionals. I'm Dr. Michael Greenberg, and I'm speaking with Dr. Mitchell Cohen, a fellow eBay junkie, about how to successfully use eBay, not just in your medical practice, but in your life. It's a bargain market. So, Mitchell, let's talk about sniping. Okay. Do you snipe? I don't think so. I play pretty straight and narrow, I think. Okay, sniping for our listeners is, is a way of using a system of software to throw a bid in at the last second to try and win the item. Yeah. I mean, I try and get close, but I don't use any special techniques to it, I, I would say. I know there's people out there, and when I was looking for this new stethoscope of mine, I, I know that was going on because I would, I would be so close, and then I would just lose it at the last second. Yeah, I just overbid. That's my way of getting what I want. I think so. You know, if you're willing to pay for it, you know, that's, that's the way to go. Yeah, I mean, if there's a $2,000 sport coat I want, and it's selling for $300, and I say I can, I'll just put $400 bid, and it's still, a, it's still a heck of a bargain. Do you buy medical supplies, by the way? I've looked at them. Right now, I'm looking at, actually, some fetal heart monitors. I, I might buy one for our office here on eBay. Uh, I've looked at pulse oximeters in the past. You know, equipment like that for the office that we could use. There's a lot out there that maybe it's a little bit used or it's just a surplus piece. Maybe that some office that's bought a new one with all the bells and whistles that we really don't need. And so we get the older version of it. How do you find the price compares to a new model? It's much cheaper. The field heart monitors I've been looking at, there was one that I saw this morning that was going for about 300 bucks, And, you know, you buy one new and you're looking at a few thousand. So it's a pretty good way to go. All right, so let's talk about feedback and using feedback so that our listeners know how they're going to get something that's real here. The feedback system is probably one of the best security systems that they have in there. And what happens is that every time you buy and sell something, the person you buy and sell with gives you a feedback score. You know, the deal went smoothly or not so smoothly, basically. And so if somebody has a feedback score or a favorable feedback score of 100%, well, all their transactions have worked out just fine somebody has a lower one and, you know, really anything less than 90%, is you, you got to kind of go, uh, I'm not so sure that this is the most reputable person, or at least other people have had problems with this person in the past. Right. And you have to look at the numbers of feedback also. It gets down to the end value. You know, if somebody has only 10 feedback or uh, only 10 scores and two of them weren't good, well, 
you know, 80% still might be okay. I look at that with clothing, too. I don't want to buy anything from somebody who's got, like, no feedback because they probably stole it. But the guy who's on there with 4,000 positive feedback is, is just buying stuff uh, at sales and, and passing them on. People that sell it that much, you know, it's basically turned into a career for a lot of people. It's just to do that, and, and it's their business, and they want to do a good job, and they want to make sure that they have a good reputation out there. Right. Have you ever bought something that turned out not to be real or you had a return? I did. I bought a stethoscope once, and it wasn't intentional. It was an otolaryngologist from, I think, in Florida who was selling an old stethoscope, and he thought it was a certain brand, and he sent it to me, and it wasn't, and it wasn't anything intentional on his part. I think he just didn't know, but, and so he took it back very graciously, and, and his feedback score was fine because of it, but that was a, I think that was a big motivator for him to try and kind of smooth things over just fine. So his feedback score wasn't impacted. Right. And eBay does have some type of buyer protection plans in place, too, as well as PayPal, if I'm correct. I believe so, yeah, yeah. You know how problems get resolved on eBay? Hopefully, between buyer and seller, they can directly get involved. They do have a security center on there where people can go, and if an item wasn't received or somebody didn't pay for their item, where they can act as kind of a third party to hopefully resolve things. Right, and they're pretty good about it because I also know they check items out carefully. They go go snooping over things. I tried to sell a stuffed bear one time that I had bought here legally at a taxidermist, and they pulled it off because in California you can't sell bear parts or something. Oh, wow. They're very, very careful watching stuff. They are, and they, they also do a good job making sure that or trying to control how many spoof emails or fakes are out there. And they're definitely really invested in the security of the site because so much of this stuff goes on kind of the reputation of it. Well, it's a huge business. The guy who created it has retired. He doesn't run it. He lives in Paris making $50 billion a year, probably buying retail. Now he doesn't shop on eBay. Do you go to any of the other online auctions? Do you know which ones are out there? I've looked at a few here or there, but I haven't found any of them to be quite as user-friendly and to have such a variety of items. So everything I usually need is right there or, or would want to look at, but... So that's where I usually stick to. What are you chasing on eBay now? There's an old antique Welsh Allen otoscope set from 1924 that I've got my eye on. There's also a fantastic microscope from 1910, I mean, in impeccable condition, it looks like, that I've I've always wanted to buy one, and I think I'm going to try and land this one. So those are the things I've got my eye on right now. I sold my microscope from medical school on eBay. It's sold locally to... Somebody who homeschools, they came and picked it up at my house. I've actually, I think people should not be scared of eBay because you're dealing with people around the world and you actually have relationships with some of them after you start to talk to them and you can send messages back and forth. You do, and it ends up being this kind of strange virtual community out there that you do get to, you know, you see people online and you end up bidding against them and you might buy or sell more than one thing to and from them. So, yeah, it really does happen. Right. I recommend that if you start to buy clothes on eBay, you make relationships with the dealers. And now they will send me an email if they have a sport coat or suit my size, and we just don't even do it on eBay anymore. Oh, that's great. Something, too, for people to note on eBay if they are going to buy stuff like that. It's okay to communicate with the people selling, and you can make kind of a side deal. For instance, there are dealers who will say no returns on something, and when they get to know you, if you have a lot of feedback, a good feedback, you can say, listen, I really want this, but I need to see it first. I I want the right of return. Everything's negotiable on eBay. That's one of the great things about it, and, you know, it makes it a little bit competitive at times, too, I think, and and it's part of what makes it fun. Yeah, so better than that lawn sale that you're going to have where those things go for a quarter and and people try and bid you down from a quarter to a dime, it's amazing if you put this stuff on eBay, you can actually make more money. Have you ever used an eBay store? 
I never have, but they seem to be just popping up everywhere these days. Well, let's tell our listeners what they're about. If you want something you want to sell and you don't want to go through the hassle of listing it, putting your own name on it, you take it to this store. They sell it on eBay. They take a commission, and you just get the cash. Good deal. Any other tips before we go for our listeners on using eBay? Just have fun with it. I mean, for me, I bid on things much more than I end up buying, but it's for me, it's this kind of the sense of looking for things and trying to find that, that little gem out there that's, that's something that I've always kind of wanted. And you get it, and it's just this great feeling. And uh, I'm not a big shopper. I, in fact, I can't stand shopping, you know, by and large. But this is just something that's fun to do, and it, and it, and it makes it a good little hobby. You want to tell us your feedback score? I think I'm at 100% right now, last time I checked. How many feedbacks? I think I'm at about a dozen. Very good. All right. Well, thank you. Mitch, thanks for being our guest today. Thank you. I'm Dr. Michael Greenberg, and you've been listening to the Clinician Roundtable on ReachMDXM157, the channel for medical professionals. ReachMDXM is here for you, the health professionals who care for your patients. We welcome your questions and comments. Please visit us at ReachMD.com. Our new on-demand and podcast features will allow you to access our entire program library. And we thank you for listening.